Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplet, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so blessed to be in your presence today with the Word of God. And we don't take this lightly, but God is a good God, and His mercy endured forever. There is a word for us today, and that word is coming out of the book of Hosea, the fifth chapter and the sixth chapter. God requires all of us to repent, to turn from our wicked ways, and to acknowledge Him and to come back to Him. Until we come back to God, we cannot call ourselves Christian. We cannot do the will of God. We cannot be connected to God unless we come back to him. There's a reason why God wanted us to humble ourselves and come back to him like a child because he knows what's best for us and he has a desired future for all of us to be blessed, to be prosperous, to reach the goals that he has placed in each one of us. For we all have a mission and we have to stay connected to God to fulfill our mission that he has for us in our life. The word of God in the book of Hosea reminds us what it means to be in right standing with God. The children of Israel were worshiping God, they were praising God, they were having their ritual services, but their hearts were not right. They were mistreating each other and they had walked away from their spiritual worship with God. We have to worship God in spirit and in truth and we have to humble ourselves and let God be God in our life. The word says in Hosea, the fifth chapter, the 15th verse, God says, I will go and return to my place till they acknowledge their offense and seek my face in their affection and that affliction they will seek me early. So God was tired of their false worship, tired of their attitude, tired of them doing what they wanted to do on their own. He was tired of them and their fake worship. So God told them, uh, I'm going back to my place. I'm tired. You stay where you are, but I'm going back to my heavenly abode. And when you decide to acknowledge your offenses and seek my face, then get back in contact with me. He says that now you're going to be afflicted because you're doing it on your own. And you're not doing right in what I told you to do. But you need to come back to me early. In other words, he's saying, you need to come back to me quick. Many times in our life, we have to endure hardship, trouble, sicknesses, because we have messed up something in our life. God didn't do it. We have. Alcohol, trouble on the job, trouble in our family, um, outside relationships that cause us troubles and um, things that we do in our community that we know is not right with God, but God is saying, because you have tried it on your own and now you stuck yourself out there and got this and got that and got all these afflictions that are around you, come back to me early, meaning come back to me quickly. 
Don't stay in your sin. Don't play around in the mud. Don't wallow in your style. Get up and come back to me. And until you do that and acknowledge your offense and tell God, I'm sorry, forgive me, which we have to do every day. Jesus Christ taught us in the Lord's Prayer that we should ask God for forgiveness. That's every day because some things we do we don't even know we have done that is not in the right eye with God. God requires excellence. He's a holy God. He doesn't want us to fall short in anything. He knows that the devil is busy, but he wants us to get back up every day and come back to him with a humble heart. And he'll be faithful and true to forgive us of our sins. So he's telling Israel, get up and come back to me early. And if you come back to me early, then I will save you. In chapter 6 of the book of Hosea, he starts off by saying in the first verse, Come and let us return unto the Lord, for he have torn and he have healed us. He has smitten and he will bind us. So as we look back over our lives, we can see that God has torn some things away from us, but yet he healed us. He has smitten us, meaning he had to provoke us, had to whip us sometime. But then he bound us up and kept us with him. Sometimes God has to do things in our life to get us to go the right direction, to get up and start that company, to get up and... Um, Restore their relationship with your parents or with your children. Sometimes he has to smitten us and cause us to act a certain way. But all the time he was doing it in love. Looking for the future and the desired path that he has for you in your life. God is a miracle worker. An on time type God. In verse number two, um, the word reaffirms it by saying, after two days will he revive us. And the third day he will raise us up and we shall live in his sight. Uh, we don't know what death is like. Nobody has been that way and return only Jesus Christ. But the book of Hosea in the sixth chapter, second verse says that we shall go to the ground for three days. But on the third day, just like Jesus, we shall be raised up again and we shall be in God's sight forever and ever. Oh, what a day. The same thing he did for his son, Jesus Christ. He's faithful and true to say he will do it for us. Come back to him while you have a chance because that's love to take you out a dead grave and bring you back into his presence to be with him in his sight forever. Verse 3 says, Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord. His going forth is prepared as the morning and he shall come unto us as the rain and the latter and the former rain unto the earth. So if we come back to God the children of Israel, when they were in the wilderness, when they planted their crops, they had to depend on God for the water to grow their produce. And when God, they would plant their seed in the ground and God would send a rain. 
And then he was sent a former rain and a latter rain. And the latter rain and the former rain would feed the nutrients needed for that seed to grow. The latter rain would come once they planted. Then the former rain would come after the seed had broken through the ground and the plant needed life to come into its arena by the source of water. God wants to do that for you right now. He wants a seed to grow in you and impregnate you with a gift that nobody else has. And that gift can help the world in certain situations of a new business, new opportunity, new focus, new life in your life. And God wants to impregnate you with his word and impregnate you with his blessings of overflow where you can be a blessing to someone else by watering your seed and watering your plant when it begins to grow. Then we see the dilemma that God is in. For he says, O Ephraim, what shall I do unto thee? O Judah, what shall I do unto thee? For your goodness is as the morning cloud, and as the early dew it goeth away. God says when he looks at us, he sees our goodness. And the same way you see the fog in the morning and the dew that's on the ground in the morning. Within a couple of hours, it's gone. Once the sun comes up, the dew on the ground is gone and uh, the fog has gone back up to a higher atmosphere. God says that's how our goodness is. We have it for a little while, but then when the heat gets on us, we give it up. And our goodness goes away like the morning dew. And he loses us like the morning fall. God says, why live like that? Be good when you're in front of me. But then when the world needs you or you need to be a blessing to someone else, you have no good in you. But yet you want me to be a blessing and send rain into your life. What do you require from the Lord? God says, I want you to repent and come back to me. Verse 5 says, Therefore have I hewed them by the prophets, and I have slain them by my the words of my mouth, and thy judgments are as the light that go forth. God sent the word into our life to tell us where we may be falling short. The word should cut us and penetrate us and cut us all the way to the bone and the, the marrow in our life. For we can live better. He says, these words come out of my mouth, sent by my prophets, to be a light for you to go forth. For Jesus is the light of the world. There's no darkness in him. Whatever you need, you can find it in Jesus. For I desire mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offering. God wants our worship more than sacrifice and any burnt offering that we can give. Jesus is our sacrifice and offering. There's nothing that's greater than him. But God requires of you a life befitting of the glory of God being shown and in your life. Can you say today that you resemble 
God in your life? Can somebody that you know say they see God in you on the job, in the community, in your family? Are you a representative of God today in this world? Not just a preacher, not just a deacon, but you. What is holding you back from repenting and coming back to God? What is holding you back that you feel like uh, you can't let God have this portion of your life? That you feel is too big for him. It belongs to you. What is that good thing that you think you have that uh, you want all by yourself? You don't want to repent of it. You don't want to give it up. You want to walk with God in the daytime, but you want to walk in your life at night. God is saying you can't live like that. You can't straddle the fence. You have to come to Jesus and make your mind up and repent because the kingdom of God is at hand. Don't waste your time. Don't be embarrassed to come to God and say, forgive me. Don't be embarrassed of what people may say. This is between you and God. Nobody else has a heaven and hell to put you in. Trust in God and lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. I'm going to say a prayer right now by faith. And if you believe in this prayer and believe in the word I say, all the Bible says you have to repent and turn from your way. Come back to Jesus and ask for forgiveness. If you are at that point in life, repeat this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I come now. I thank you, Lord God, for your glory. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that he was placed in a borrowed tomb. I believe he gave the Lord's Supper and died on the cross the next day for my sin. Wash me, cleanse me, and create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. I believe he got up out the borrowed tomb with all power in his hand. And now he sits at the right hand of God the Father interceding on my behalf. Let me be part of the holy family of God forever and ever. Amen. We love you at Neely. We're praying for you. Follow us on Facebook and YouTube under Neely Church Ministry. And remember, keep a smile on your face for your smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.